Hi everyone, I'm Nada, Nada Rothbart. I live here in the beautiful town of Sonoma, California, and I love it. My hope with this podcast is to introduce you to what it's like to live and work in Sonoma by sharing the personal experiences of notable personalities from our community. As a global real estate advisor with Engel and Polkers, I am fortunate to assist national and global buyers coming to Sonoma. Welcome to my podcast, Sonoma Voices. Kate Kennedy, welcome to another episode of Sonoma Voices. Residents of Sonoma and um, founder of Shakespeare Under the Sky at Buena Vista Wineries. Please uh, introduce yourself and let me, let me, I always wanted to know how did that whole idea came about, come about and how it was born? Well, um, this is very exciting, by the way, Nada. I'm really happy to be on your show. I feel like a celebrity. Thanks for having me. Um, Well, I came from Minneapolis and I was with the new Shakespeare Theater Company in San Francisco for two years and we toured the East Coast. And I kind of got tired of touring, so I discovered Sonoma. And it was this little sleepy wine town. I think it was 47 years ago or something like that. And you're an hour from San Francisco. You're an hour and a half from skiing, or three and a half hours from skiing, an hour from the beach. And it was a wine and art town. So I walked over to Buena Vista Winery. And at the time, they had two reds and a white, and everybody was just chatting And I happened to be talking to the winery owner at the time. And I said, how would you like to host a Shakespeare company? And he said, are you in it? And I said, yes, and I'm directing it. And he said, come on down. So that's how it started. That was 47 years ago? Yes. And remember, at the time, their wineries were just wineries. They just poured wine and promoted it that way. Now there's boutique things there. There's weddings. There's jazz. You know what I mean? But back then... A winery hosting a Shakespeare company was unheard of. You so people, stuff. people would come and bring their supper and have wine. And they said, oh, my God, and I'm watching Shakespeare. And we're a very unconventional company where we interject a lot of uh, improvisation. So it's a lot of fun. I attended and watched many of those productions. And I noticed that you are bringing uh, some new stuff, uh, whatever is happening in the news, something political, funny, and it just brings something new uh, to the whole experience. Speaking Speaking about the experience, I can't not say that just driving towards the winery and uh, rolling hills and the stone building and this location that I can only call magical, where you have form is a fantastic experience. Yes, I agree. I think Buena Vista is the most beautiful winery in all of California, quite frankly. And it has a three-story stone champagne cellars and Juliet will appear in the second floor. And we use all of that. And we are hosted by the wonderful Jean-Charles Boisset, who's married to the beautiful Gina Gallo. And they have been our patrons of the arts for these last uh, many years. And we are so thankful to them. So it's a it's a beautiful experience. You, you come, you're sitting around a 17 foot 
um, pool, a fountain, and you're looking up at this beautiful wine cellar, cellar, and you're having a glass of wine with your family and friends, and, you know, there it is. You're having a great time. What a magical experience for Sonoma. Yeah, what a privilege for us to have you and, and watch these talented Oh, thank you. It's it's a privilege. And speaking about privilege and honor, and I hope I will not burst in tears because yeah. I think about this. I think about your life, how yeah. incredible it is every single year for 47 years to gather around you these talented kids and guide them, yeah. lead them, motivate them, encourage them to act. Uh, what is acting to you? Well, you know, I've done it for so long. It's um, I'm turning the, the reins over to all my my students, but I used to act and direct. But I have to give the credit to Diana Roten, who's married to Roger Roten and runs the 1933 Sebastiani uh, Theater. And when I moved to town, she's the one that said, hey, you know, let's get all these talented kids together and you can be the director and the actor. And then we added a choreographer and we added circus and we added storytelling. So now we have been teaching, we've had the privilege of teaching all of these really talented kids. So every hour on the hour, they're doing something incredible in this magnificent theater. And there's circus and there's songwriting and there's ukulele and then there's tap dancing and then there's acting and then there's Shakespeare. So it's just a really wonderful thing. Um, one of my students went on to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. Um, I'm proud of all of them, but it's a really great experience for the kids. And now most of my teachers, are students that I taught when they were five, six, seven years old. So they are now the instructors. So we've done something right if they want to stick with us for that long. So it's a, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I was just going to ask you, and you already answered the question, did any of your kids in the last 47 years move further from Sonoma stage to colleges or other stages? Oh, we have Harvard grads and Stanford grads and, uh, that keep coming back and teaching with their when they have breaks over the summer. And as I said, Aiden O'Reilly went on to Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. And um, I'm proud of all of my kids. They're they're all doing great work. And some of them, they were saying, you know, college isn't really for me, Kate. And so they went to Abu Dhabi for a free four-year ride because it's an international school. And Nada, another one went on a, a Norwegian cruise line where it was all college students. And they just sort of, went on this ship and it was, you know, so they find different creative ways to stay in the game. And it's I just, think even if someone, you know, we've got kids that went on to Broadway, Michael Starr. Hey, Michael Starr, double R. And um, so, uh, and even if they don't, and as a matter of fact, I ran into his mother and she goes, I don't know whether to uh, slap you or hug you. And I went, bring it in, honey. Do it <laughs> both. Broadway. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I'm proud of all of them. It's a, you know, listen, I think being a teacher, I, I'm so blessed because I have a job that I absolutely love. I've never had any work that I never loved. I love directing. I love event planning. I love teaching. And, you know, it, it's great. You know, I can still make my 12 grand a year and drive my 20 year old car and I couldn't be happier. I just love it. So there it you is. Don't, you don't have work. You you enjoy it. Right. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. I love it. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. 
if someone lives in Sonoma, they they can't miss your flyers. They're all over. And I know that you, hopefully kids go and help you, but you are the one going from business to business, putting them up. I saw you're doing it. Yeah. I know, they said, where's your marketing person? I said, I think you're looking at her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if somebody wants to find you, there's more and more generations coming up. Yes. Uh, uh, how do they find you for the next project? And what is next for you? Yeah, so last year we did Midsummer Night's Dream. And this year we're doing Much Ado About Nothing. And we opened the first 10 days in um, August. So Wednesday through Sunday. And they can go to SonomaShakespeare.com. And if they go to gallery, they can check out all of our past productions. They're a lot of fun to watch. One of my students is a young filmmaker. And I helped him cast a film that he was doing. And he said, Kate, do you mind if I come by and take a few shots? I said, no. So we were in rehearsal. I didn't really pay much attention. And he brought his drone out and all his equipment. So there's a mini movie of one of the, the shows in the gallery. I think it's As You Like It. Um, and then there we are. And he put it in slow motion and black and white. And he put all this epic music to it. And it shows Buena Vista from on top. So, But this is what Buena Vista looks like. If you're ever coming, can you see that, Nada? Oh, if I ever come, of course I do. No, I mean anyone anyone else. Anyone, yeah, I know. Okay. It's just okay. incredible. That wall that you talked about at the beginning yes. is a little uh, glary on the on the flyer, but it's yeah, just... Sorry about that. You, no, no, no problem. The audience sits around and we're in front of the champagne cellars, so, so yes. there you go. Yeah. So the, it feels to me like you're in Tuscany, you're, you're right? in somewhere, yes. Yes. It's, I had the privilege it's a to travel. very historical uh, winery, and it was discovered by Frank Bartholomew. He brought the property. He worked for uh, a news organization, um, and it was all run over with ivy, and they had to pull and scrape it apart to find it, and they discovered, my gosh, there was an abandoned winery on his property, so... Great what discovery. Yeah. What else do you uh, like about Sonoma? Tell me about your Sonoma story, your experience. Um, I've been here a long time. You have to be deaf, dumb, and blind if you don't know practically everybody in town. We're on yeah. a plaza, so it's a square. So everything is built around that. So all of the wonderful festivals that we have, that we celebrate, are all taking place there our lovely farmer's market, everybody shows up. There's face painting and all the artists come and there's break dancing and there's all the, the farmers that bring their lovely produce. Um, and it just feels like a very, I, I came because of it was so artistic. It was one stoplight and everybody was an artist. Everybody was doing art. The Arts Guild was ruling the town. I thought, oh, I'm home, here we go. Um, and the proximity of it is, and the hiking is incredible. Uh, it's just a great, it's a great town. I feel very, very lucky to have found it uh, as early on as I did. So, yeah. So where else did you live besides Sonoma? San Francisco. Oh, uh, yes, uh, I worked there, but I've been in Sonoma forever. So yeah, that's, that's where I live. How did the Sonoma change for the last 47 years? There was one, one light, lots of artists. I feel- uh, My rent was 200 bucks. Say that again. My rent was $200. That's how it changed, yeah. <laughs> of course. Sayonara, $200, yeah. 
Well, I came here 2007 and I see major changes. Yes. Probably yes. two, 3,000 people um, more than when, when I was uh, first in Sonoma. Of course, because it's a, it's a magical place and people are coming here to live, retiring from San Francisco, coming here. It's close to San Francisco climate. Weather yeah. is, you can't beat this weather. One of the Mediterranean climates, um, food, food. You mentioned the produce. Uh, we know uh, local farmers by name. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to be because it's such a small, everybody gathers on the plaza. Um, you know, our Fourth of July is hilarious. Uh, everybody joins in. Remember when Good Luck Bunch, you had the chair dance? I mean, they just do the most ridiculous thing. The hometown band that would just switch uniforms, but come around again as though they're a different band. I mean, you know, it's just we have a lot of fun here. Um, there are a lot of... Um, uh, diversity that I love about it. So yeah, I feel really lucky that that this is my hometown. We know how to have fun here in Sonoma. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I came here from, um, I lived in four other countries. Yeah, and you've I been all over. <laughs> uh, some of them because I chose to, some of them because I, I was kicked out of uh, because of war, not because war, I was strong. I found home in Sonoma yeah. uh, and I found people accepting everybody who has something valuable to offer. Yeah. Everybody. I obviously have a heavy accent that I will never get rid of. I love it. Everybody is welcome here. Yeah. It, it's just an incredible, incredible little town where all of us feel we are one big family there is that feel of, of a community that I feel. I sell real estate. So when I go to Petaluma and Napa to show houses or uh, serve uh, sellers, I love those areas too. They are charming and beautiful. But there is um, there is a different vibe in Sonoma. It's a vibe of community and family family vibe. That's how I experience it. Yes. You know that that saying? Uh, Napa makes great car parts. Sonoma makes great wine. <laughs> I love yeah. Napa too, because Jean Charles has a winery over there too, and I support him with all my heart. But um, we're kind of proud of our town. You know, we just we're small enough, and I think that they because there's so much history, they um, they make sure that the history is a very vital part. There's not going to be shopping malls, and there's not going to be you know, uh, titans of industry, targets and all of that stuff. Love my Target, but not in Sonoma. So you'll have to travel somewhere else to go for that. So if you want a lot of history, come on down. Yeah, we're 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 pre pre preserving the feeling of the small town. Yes. I was here when there was a fight about whether we should allow Starbucks or Pete's Coffee to be in I town. remember. But that, that's then, how we are protective of what we have. Yeah. And, and it's wonderful in this new fast living that we are still having this small community. And uh, it's fun to have a Starbucks on one side of the town and Pete's on the other. Uh, but uh, as you said, Costco, Target and other huge yeah. uh, companies, we have to drive half an hour to get there. Yeah. And oh, wow. 
not a big deal. We <laughs> can handle that. Yes, exactly. We'll stick oh. with our mountain hikes and our rivers and lakes and all that here. Wow. So I feel so privileged and honored after all this uh, and, and, and feel this is my home. Yeah. By the way, it looks and feels like my real hometown where I was born. Oh, yeah. And where was that? It was, um, it is five miles south from Hungarian border and has a square of the town the same as here. Yes. Yes. By the way, I was there maybe two weeks ago. I know. After probably, I don't know, 40 years, I was there to, to visit and, um, uh, I am aware how I found in Sonoma, my hometown. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, my dear Kate, uh, what is next for you? Uh, well, I have private acting classes that I teach. Wow. And um, uh, that's keeping me busy. Summer is my really busy time. That's when we have our performing arts camp and we kick it into high gear for gearing up for our Shakespeare Under the Stars at Buena Vista Winery. Um, but I do a lot of dog sitting. Since I closed my play in Midsummer Night's Dream in August at Buena Vista Winery, I've been home nine days. So I do an awful lot of dog sitting um, and a lot of hiking. And, you know, I just visit with my friends and hang out. And yeah, oh, I'm beautiful. almost retired. I hate to say it, but it's like I don't really have a real job to go to. <laughs> that's a good feeling that's a good feeling i know i know how many performances uh do you have every summer of shakespeare under the sky uh we have 10 so we have wednesday through sunday and the gates will open at six and people start flooding in to grab their spots and set up their tables and then the show starts at seven and uh our joke is we usually have you drinking at murphy's by nine fifteen. so there you go <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's is our local Irish pub and I've been to Ireland and our Murphy's it's more authentic than the pubs I've been to in Ireland in Ireland they're all playing country western music and it was like a wait what just happened here so um yeah anyway so we have 10 shows to, to come and see wow I'm so excited you- I'm starting to cast it right now uh, and I'll, so far, I love my cast every year. They're so talented. They're so much fun. And you never know what's going to happen. Um, Bruno Mars' song might be shot in there. Or, you know, someone is uh, talking about a difficult passage and they'll say, who writes this shit? And then it's Shakespeare. So we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Tell yeah, yeah. Me about how do you scramble all you need for the for the performance and for the costumes. I remember one year there was a, something that I, I can't remember right now, but I remember there was an issue. Who helps you to so get all this together? My very dear friend, Kristen Anniker, we are so fortunate to have her back in Sonoma. She left years ago to do costumes in, for the movies, for Hollywood, oh. and sort of made her fortune there and came back and bought some property here. Might've been from you. And um, I was lucky enough to get her back on board. So she does my costumes for me. And last year we did um, Midsummer Night's Dream. So there were a lot of fairy costumes. So when Jean-Charles and Gina's daughters, Grace and Honoré came, Kristen had made them a fairy outfit with a lit up headlight um, fairy costume. And we put them in the show. 
Um, but right the second show, my queen of the fairies, and also I double cast her as queen of the, the Amazon, uh, came down with COVID. So I thought, I'm going to need another queen. Who can I find as a queen? And I found my the, the man that did my Romeo stepped into the queen of the fairies and killed it. He was hilarious watching him get suited up in the queen's outfit backstage. Uh, okay. and he just, we had such a great time with it. And everybody was complimenting me and saying, oh, Kate, that was genius casting. And I was like, oh, okay, here's my dog's oh, nap. Yeah. Honey, I'm on television. Yeah. So that's a, that's a genius casting. You, you uh, go yeah. with the flow. One and- year, yeah, one year uh, we were doing... Um, as you like it. And my lead actress, I get this call and they said, Kate, are you laying down? Are you sitting down? I said, seven o'clock in the morning, I'm laying down. And they said, well, she went in for a, she had a perforated ulcer. I said, oh, that's terrible. Will she be ready by six o'clock? They said, Kate, she had surgery. They opened her up. And I said, I know that's so insensitive. Seven, seven, 15. Will she be ready to go by seven, 15? So I had to jump in on her role and I gave people the, the script in the cast, in the um, audience. And someone kept, every time I would go off script, cause I do, this hand would go up like this, like they were gonna correct me. And I went, okay, I'm improvising. You can calm down now where it's all good. Uh, but that was, you know, so you just do what you gotta do. It's, if it looks, if you look like you're having fun, the audience is just gonna roll with it. I remember a uh-huh. prosecuting city attorney, Bob Smith, He's a big deal. He was my lighting guy back in the day. He was a promising attorney and he was on lights and one of my actors didn't show up. He went to some river festival and just, I don't know. So I said to the audience, no. so I look at Bob and I go, Bobby, here, uh, whatever his name was, isn't here. I need you to suit up. And he goes, well, I just had a glass of wine. And so finish it up. Let's go. Come on, chop, chop. So I put him and he's off stage and they're fussing over him, trying to get him into costume. And I say to the audience, you know that Murphy's Law, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. I said, see that guy over there? I said, that's our prosecuting city attorney. Now, I can give you back your, I think it was 14 bucks back in the day. I can give you back your 14 bucks. We can watch him make an ass of himself. Which will it be? And they're like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Bob Smith came on and he crushed it. And he was my lead actor from then. He started off as the servant. And he one of his lines was, uh, uh, and in brief, sir, and he goes, and that's not in brief. I gotta know. I'm a lawyer. And he just started improvising. And all over town, people were saying, Bob, you killed it. Bob, you were the best. <laughs> he's been hooked ever since. And he's been our lead actor. So you can oh, have cross in the city attorney and lead actor. Who knows said, what can happen after one glass of wine? <laughs> I said, I made you a servant, a lover, a king. I'm going to have to switch to the Greek tragedy so I can make you a god now. So anyway. <laughs> It's it's um, most of my actors are not professional actors. They are electricians and lawyers and doctors and students and you know. But acting is not brain surgery. It's a ta- it's taught. You know, I can teach you how to become a better actor. So Nada, I could teach you to be a better actress if I put you in my play. I have a secret. Yes, what is it? Promise, don't tell anyone. I won't tell anyone. I signed up for uh, acting class. Uh, yes. 
It's from uh, from LA. It's on Zoom. It's What's up uh, that? One class. One class has eight weeks. Now I'm at the end of the second class. Bravo, darling. Eight first two classes. I was probably the worst student oh. I ever had in. Trust me. And then and then the teacher. My teacher is called. Uh, his name is Robert Wu. He is uh, an actor in Hollywood. I don't know. Maybe not an A-lister, but that's what I'll he look, does. I look for him though. And I, what I want to say is, when I ask you what is acting for you, for me, yeah. acting is uh, a self-discovery and and having a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, in my class, I'm I'm of course the oldest. Uh, kids from eleven years old. Again, I want to get emotional here. They are working on their own talents. They have dreams. They want to do something with that talent down the road. Hopefully, they will. But in the meantime, it's so much fun doing and, something. You know, I think what's so interesting about actors is they have to be completely vulnerable and completely brave at the same time. And as long as you have empathy for that character that you are playing and can identify with that and really give it your all, not faking it through, just really embodying that, it's so much richer, the history, the dialects, the all of the myriad of, of uh, places you can go, all the notes you can hit. It's a, it's a lovely profession. There, I, I'm gaining a lot, of, a lot of appreciation since uh, 16 weeks ago. I'm watching some Netflix shows and thinking, wow, this is not easy. No. I, you have, why it's not easy? They're teaching us, this is the style of the school. They're teaching us to bridge the character, what's going on with the character into your own life. Good. So yeah. my uh, Sunday, last Sunday, uh, it was an agent showcase and my character was Gloria that had some difficulties with her t uh, teenage son. And of course, I found <laughs> I found my own self with the, my teenage I son. Uh, it, it, it's really an incredible. It is yes. a wonderful experience. Oh, so happy for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's just like uh, stretching myself in all directions, not just through yoga class. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Just, hey, uh, a bottom line, I don't want to get old. I want to gain some new skills and knowledge and experiences and, and basically have fun. That's yes. what they want. Yeah, I think everything is get up and show up and someday that will happen, not today, not on our watch. Yes, yes. Let's let's make a pact. Do not get old ever again. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I know you are. Having me on your show. This was so fun. I wish you so much success and I think you're going to do great. Thank you, Kate. It has been such a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Uh, let's hike soon together every day uh, baby every day thank you so much for being here thank you for listening to another episode of sonoma voices we hope you enjoyed it i know i did if you want to know more about our beautiful sonoma please email me at anrothbart at yahoo.com and remember to follow the podcast to keep updated when we release new exciting voices.